to discuss the 2021 American post-apocalyptic survival film directed by Miguel Sapochnik and written by Craig Locke and Ivor Powell. The film stars Tom Hanks and Caleb Landry Jones, and it follows an aging man named Finch, a survivor in a now nearly uninhabitable Earth who builds and teaches a robot to take care of his dog when he dies. That intro was courtesy of Wikipedia. Uh, the film has a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes um, for critics and 67% from fans. The film was generally given praise for Hanks' performance, the visuals, and overall charm, but criticism for its lack of originality and innovation within the post-apocalypse genre. I So it was funny. This was one of those films where this is part of our little Tom Hanks binge, and this film, like Greyhound, came out during like the heart of COVID. And while I watched Greyhound, for some reason, this just didn't catch my attention. So mm. you recommending this kind of was the first time I saw it. And I liked it. I, I, I liked this film. I wasn't like blown away by it, but I really liked it. And like, I will dive into it, obviously, in a moment. The thing I kept feeling about this movie was it was just like warm. Like it was a very warm, hopeful movie, even though yeah. it's like kind of taking place in this bleak um, landscape, which we've seen that contrast before but but i liked it i liked it what what were your thoughts i i really love post-apocalyptic movie like i love this type of movie i like zombies because i feel like it puts people in smaller groups and it shows how they would react in such an environment where you don't actually don't know if there's other people out there like what is your drive to live how are you going to feed and support yourself and I, i just find it it's a really it's a really telling place for people to be when they're in these types of scenarios. So I'm a big fan of post-apocalyptic uh, movies, just seeing how people react. I also, yeah, I love how it basically breaks everyone down because it uh, like breaks down with society gone, their like, traditional roles are gone. Mm-hmm. But it, to that point, it's interesting to see, it gives everyone the chance to reinvent themselves essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting here. What I like about this film is even though it takes place, the apocalypse has been, been on forever and Finch has like pretty well established. He's reinventing himself too as a dad. Like he's a dad. I view yeah. him as the dad to the robot mm-hmm. and uh, or Jeff. And I like that too. I think it's really it's cool. Like with the deeper theme of change and parenthood. Like it's those are obviously big themes touched on before. But the way it t- does it here, kind of indirectly through the robot, I think it. I think it works in a couple ways even though it's supposed to be emotional because we're dealing with like dogs and robots, like yeah. it's still emotional, but it's not as heavy as it would be if it was like, a, like a kid, like in the road with the mm-hmm. film. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's still dramatic and tense, but not perhaps as harrowing as it would be if it were actually like a kid. Granted, that being said, something bad does, does happen to a kid in the film. So yeah, I might be overcomplicating it, but it was, it was cool. What did you think of, Actually, before I get into my questions, I'll, I'll let you go. I, because I do, I do have a couple questions. Yeah, I, I feel like, I think overall, the movie followed a really good path. Like, introducing Tom Hanks, letting you settle in with him as a character a little bit, and then doing the flashback. Sometimes movies can kind of jump in first. And they just give you the flashback without you, like, aligning with the character yet and deciding whether or not you like them. Obviously, Tom Hanks, you like Tom Hanks, pretty much everyone does. Uh, so I thought that was really good to understand why he's where he is and like, why is he building this robot? And so you understand his why a little bit further. Um, 
I did find the environment that the world is in also pretty new and interesting. Yes. I think in all the apocalyptic movies, it's just there was a virus. Some people got through it and or and that's really it. And mm-hmm. so, like, you can walk around or you just can't touch these, like, things that still have the disease. But in Finch, the ozone layer was destroyed by, I think it was a solar flare. Mm-hmm. And so there's too much radiation around. So you can't go out in the sun without protective suits. So I thought it was really interesting to basically be hiding in the shadows. You have to hide from the sun at all times while you're trying to search for food. And um, it was just good. I, I think it added a lot of dimension and it added a lot of intensity to scenes that if that was not there, it wouldn't be so harrowing. Like him driving across country in the van, him going into stores and whatnot, like it's just like the storms he avoided. I think it added a lot because not only was he fighting for his life in a place where there's now no supplies left, he's also fighting against nature in this new environment that he finds himself in. So, Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, in, that's interesting. And I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. It's the, the landscape itself is trying to kill him. And yeah. The the thing that I thought was um, I, what I liked about it was even though it's like deserted and desolate, like I, it felt like to me like it felt lived in, like it had texture, like it felt real. Like sometimes it's like oh, it's a post apocalyptic, and you're in the city, and there's like a CGI half burned building, or yeah. it's like or to your point, it's like zombies, but there's like a bunch of bodies on the ground but it's mm-hmm. been 10 years and they haven't like decomposed like, yeah. to be like, not to be a stickler, but this felt very real. And it was a character in of itself. Like, and it was funny, like it, it was obviously, I should say the setting, like that initial Sandy setting was like, was a character in of itself. Yeah. But then I think when he leaves and he goes to that more, like when he goes West and it's greener, I think it works to help kind of make that more hospitable environment feel like a character too and like i don't know but the way they deal with setting even like the start of the film i think a lot of it has to do with the music choices too and like like the score but starting off with him singing bye bye miss american pie i think it was was just really smart and like yeah it i don't know what that song to me just feels like nostalgia it's like bottled nostalgia so like Uh having that having the film start with that i thought was really smart and it, it definitely put me in the mindset where it wanted me to be where I was nostalgic and kind of looking back. Um, and I, I just thought that was, that was genius. So this, this guy, Miguel Sapochnik, he did a lot of the game of Thrones, especially for mm. the end of the years. Um, so he's more of a TV director, but I was really impressed with him. And I don't mean this in a negative way, but sometimes Alan Taylor was a big game of Thrones director. And then he did Thor, the dark world. And it, it was a fine movie, but it kind of flopped, but like that movie parts of it, sometimes it feels like a little like TV and yeah, I, that is an insult. I really don't mean it to be, but like, it's true. I did not feel that way watching this film. Like this felt like a true film. And I say that in the sense, like to me, that means Sapochnik. We know he can do TV, but then he also probably should be doing movies. Cause I thought mm-hmm. this was really, really handled well. Yeah. That no, I, you see that, right? Like the, the transfer of, of directors from TV to movies. Sometimes they take the things with them and, you know, you don't have enough budget in TV to do the same things you can in movies, and it, just, it, it impacts the quality, but I thought it was good. Do you have any questions? Are there any things you, you 
don't like or anything else well, you want to dive into? Well, there are a couple of things that I noticed. I, I think in the beginning, when he was building the robot, I wrongly assumed, I was like, oh, this guy's lonely. He's just building stuff to build stuff and, you know, just to keep himself occupied. But then when you understand the story of, of what Finch is or, or what he's trying to protect throughout the movie, it makes sense as to why he's building the robot, why he's so focused on it, why he's teaching it. Uh, and I thought that was a really interesting... Uh, do we do spoilers here or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you do. Oh, okay. So uh, throughout the movie, you realize that Finch as a character has uh, has has some sort of cancer from the... UV rays from the sun, from this new environment. And so he's obviously been out there for a while and this cancer has developed, but he builds this robot and you find out that he's building it to protect the last remaining thing that he has in the world, which is his dog. And it's a very, like the, the way that he got his dog is a very cute, like beautiful story. Um, but I, I didn't put that together as to why he's building this thing. And then I also felt throughout the movie like tom hanks gives off this i i think it's just him in general and he i feel like he does this it almost all his roles he's he's the very like comforting but firm and strong like male figure Mm -hmm. he's very much a father figure in this movie Mm -hmm. to the robot to the dog but he really gives the viewer that sort of sense of of comfort if you will so i found this particularly challenging to watch and to see like towards the end as he was getting sicker mm-hmm. um, and it just yeah at the end you know it's just i realized we're we are not ready as a people we are not ready for tom hanks to not be around <laughs> like we need to do everything we can to protect this man and watch all of his movies and everything he does like he's such a good actor and i never really thought of it like that at the end um but then seeing what he went through, I was like, wow, we've, we've, we're, we're lucky to have an actor like Tom Hanks. It's funny you say that when, when, the, when he's like put off in the funeral pyre like a Viking. I might, I'd have thought, I was like, is that how we're actually going to bury Tom Hanks? Like, uh, like, like, that seems fitting. Like, we'll like have like a massive like ceremony for him. But um, no, he's incredible. You know that, like, I don't know if you saw A Man Called Otto, which was a, like another. I did not see it, no. So I really like that movie. Um, it's actually like in a similar vein to this. It's just like it's actually got a couple of the same actors as uh, as Greyhound too, but it's just like an under the radar movie that like mm. it's. Uh, I don't want to say basic or simple because I feel like that sounds like condescending. Yeah, but it's like just like a straightforward. It is a good movie that's like straightforward, like and that doesn't have aliens or comic book characters and. Much as I love aliens and all the sci-fi stuff, and yeah. it's just I do like these like adult movies that are for adults without being like super graphic or like I don't know. I'm I'm getting definitely getting old in my old age, but I'm loving Tom Hanks movies more and more, and I like oh, yeah. that they're for they're for adults, but like not necessarily like. But you can leave them on like if your kid or nephews like walks in the room, yeah, because like no one's gonna have sex or like drop an <laughs> bomb, uh, yeah, n bomb, f bomb, or anything like bad so yeah we'll see but um i yeah i just like this film it's, it's yeah. so good it was a cute one yeah i agree do you want to have any other one last question for you did sure. you expect to see any other humans or do you think it worked that there weren't other humans i was actually just thinking that so i i thought it worked that they didn't see any humans 
up until they got to that like radiation free zone mm-hmm. and i was like well surely this is kind of heaven right like tom mm-hmm. hanks has gone through his journey and he got to heaven where he knows that like you know things are safe or whatnot i just i thought there'd be more people in that zone and that would have kind of stumbled across it maybe well it's it's so they did they filmed about 40 more they filmed another act basically with like a bunch of actors yeah but they ultimately decided to cut it because i'm assuming it was a optimistic ending um but he basically was like it they kind of realized that it was just like unnecessary and they I think it works having to just be Hanks because then it's really about his journey. It's definitely a riff on the uh, Wilson movie when he's lost, but yeah, it was good. Well, you want to do yeah. you want to do final scores, my man, or anything else you want to talk about? No, I, I think uh, I think you're right on that point, right? Like you kind of want him to find other people, like he's on this journey, but then you're also like, well, that will take away from the story of him building Jeff and taking care of the dog and doing all that. So I, I feel like, you know, cause obviously he'd be like, Oh great. I, I don't need to do this. These people will take care of this dog. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would, would have defeated a lot of the movie and a lot yeah. of the, the growing that each one did. Once yeah. And it forces you to be like hopeful and doesn't just, it doesn't just hand you an easy, an easy ending, which I like. Yeah. yeah agreed. Uh, no, that's it for me. I'm going to give this film a six out of 10. I'm going to give that a 6.7 out of 10. Ooh. Interesting, interesting view. Definitely worth a, a peek if, if you've got time and like Tom Hanks. But yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty solid. Yeah, definitely worth watching. Yeah. Want to say goodbye to your friends, Connor? I'll see you guys.